Hey gang, big news in the world of We Hate Movies live appearances in this one. Well, you better get your holiday coat on because it's not happening until December. We're so excited. It's actually a hometown show for this Jersey boy. Only you. Jersey City's beautiful White Eagle Hall will be hosting the We Hate Movies podcast. And we're going to be talking about a Christmas movie, Eric Siska. What is that oh movie? Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> it is the Santa Claus, the original film. Not Out of way. Is it original? Yeah, it's original. The first one. Tim Allen <laughs> yes. finds a fat so falls off his roof. Yep. yep, we're gonna be talking all about it on December seventh, which is a day that will live in infamy. <laughs> at White Eagle Hall. I mean, it, it incidentally lives in infamy. We, right. We're just we're to yeah. the side of it. We're adding to the infamy. Yeah, it's, just, exactly. it's more infamy because this will be uh, our debut in Jersey City, and this is what it's come down to, folks. Steve Sadak. Refusing to get on planes, mm-hmm. refusing right. to get a driver's license to help right. out with rent a cars. I refuse to get on a train for this show. I'm fucking right. walking. Oh I gotta walk to the venue. So I guess this is the new normal gang, only wherever <laughs> Steve's legs can carry him. But it's an awesome venue and it's really close to the train if you're like you're in the in the city or if you want to drive in from Pennsylvania, wherever. Mm-hmm. Right, the path train's not too far, right? Path train's a, a stone's throw away. A here. stone's throw, folks. Come on out to the White Eagle Hall. That's right. Tickets are on sale now, so get them in advance. Get them fast. This is going to be a popular show. December 7th, White Eagle Hall, Jersey City, New Jersey. Tickets available right now at whmpodcast.com. It's Christmas time again. It's time to be nice to the Hey, gang, guess what? If you're listening to this on the day it comes out, uh, which is a Tuesday. Usually it is. Yeah. yeah. It's Tuesday, February 9th. February 9th, that's correct. 2016, if you're an alien finding this in the future. That's true. If you are an alien finding this in the future, don't bother with the next thing I'm about to say. However, we will be doing the live Periscope tomorrow night, February the 10th. The, the what do we call it? A lottery? Yeah, the lottery system. Mm-hmm. The Listener Request Month lottery system is going to be live on Periscope. Now, Periscope, gang. What is Periscope? It's a thing where, like, your camera on your phone goes off and you're just live filming. You're streaming, basically, uh-huh. is what's going on. And this is different from down Periscope with Kelsey Grammer, right? <laughs> just the slightest bit. Wait, was he? In, now that, I was about to make that joke myself, but wasn't Ooh. he in McHale's Navy? Didn't he play McHale? Oh, did he? I thought he was in I would know. Periscope. I think he is. I think you're thinking of Thomas Arnold. Yes. Yep. That's right. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Uh, either way, maybe someone requested one of those movies. Who knows? Or both. Right. So we'll, yeah, we'll <laughs> have an all submarine themed or an all Navy, an all naval listener request month. Which get, would be kind of K-19 The Widowmaker with Harrison Ford. Uh-huh. Get that in there. Das Boot. That's a dark horse candidate. <laughs> Our three-part episode on Das Boot. So here's the easiest way to do this, gang. Sometime betwixt 7.15 and 7.30 p.m. Eastern, we will be going live on Periscope. Now, what you need to do, the best way to find out when we're going on Periscope Mm -hmm. is to follow us on Twitter. That's at WHM Podcast. You will see a tweet from us Mm -hmm. that says... These motherfuckers be periscoping. Right. And also, you can like us on Facebook because I'll take care of it. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll put a link up. Oh, that's I'll, good. I'll figure it out. I appreciate I'll, that. I'll do it in the moment. So, Facebook.com slash We Hate Movies. If you're a Facebook person, okay. share if you agree. Now, I uh, am currently <laughs> living in a men's shelter, so I assume I'll need to get a computer or a phone or some sort of internet access. Yeah, you're going to need the internet. It's, okay. Yeah, you can use it. You could, you could do it on a phone. Okay. You could do it on a computer. Sure. 
Um, I think that covers it. I don't think it's on Kaleidoscope yet. <laughs> it's not on Kaleidoscope. Okay. You also can't watch it in a Penny Arcade. Okay. Uh, that can't happen. Listen, the point is, do not miss the lottery. It's going to be us drawing what will be the programming for the entire month of March. Right, you'll know every single title we're doing for Listener Request Month. Mm-hmm. So for all you weirdos out there, you can catch up in advance, and you'll have the whole month ready and watched. We'll probably have some like jokes to be told, I imagine. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Let's yeah. not make any promises on sure. the joke front. Okay. <laughs> we should just do it totally straight-laced <laughs> and not be funny at all. Well, that, that, that's what we show. usually do. Yeah. Oh, right, 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 right. So, so tomorrow night, gang... Between 7.15 and 7.30 Eastern, we're periscoping the live lottery for the first We Hate Movies listener request month of 2016. Enjoy that live periscope. Maybe we'll tell some jokes. Maybe I'm changing we'll, my mind in the moment. Uh, Maybe yeah, we'll tell probably some we'll jokes. figure that out. All right, let's get this Daredevil episode started. I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Eric Siska. And We Hate Movies. Hello, everyone. Welcome to We Hate Movies on the Sideshow Network. Thank you for tuning in. As always, this week, we're venturing into the world of Marvel comic book adaptations. It's Daredevil from 2003, directed by auteur Mark Steven Johnson. Now, we're talking, by the way, about the director's cut of this film. Oh, God. An extra 30 minutes. 30 ding-dong minutes. Hopefully not an extra 30 minutes of podcast. Right, guys? I mean, come on. I I mean, we have to give Coolio his due, though, right? That's true. I mean, it wouldn't be fair if we we excised Coolio from this podcast entirely. Coolio was fantastic. Now, speaking... Of Coolio. Was he cut out entirely from the theatrical cut? Yes. That's what I read online, and I did not get a chance, folks at home, to compare both cuts. I did not (laughs) get to watch both cuts. Oh, no. No, yeah. I I saw this movie probably three times, twice with the director's cut, because I saw it one in theaters. I liked it. You know, I probably watched it one time. After that, on home you, video, you were, a big, you were a big fan. Well, you were a fan of this movie. I it was one of those wait and see movies where I needed to age out of it. Like, like no, the, me too. Like totally. the Phantom Menace as well. Like you know what N- I mean? No, no, totally not me either. <laughs> <laughs> not with the Phantom Menace, but yeah, well, I saw this movie. I think I may have the saddest <laughs> Daredevil tale. Daredevil. Well, Steve's wearing movie. a Daredevil T-shirt right there. Right. Oh well, that's the 2016 saddest <laughs> Daredevil story. It's actually a pretty cool Daredevil. It's t-shirt. a cool. T-shirt. I wouldn't be caught dead. It, but it looks pretty cool. It's a cool. It's off the Mark Wade run, you know, the recent one. So it's a cool. Oh yeah, movie. no, sure. I don't. Yeah, know. everybody, everybody knows. <laughs> when this movie came out, though, back in back in Art Three, uh, it came out on Valentine's Day weekend, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, I didn't have a Valentine that year, so I went with two friends, uh, a, a single dude and a single lady. We went to the theater. Uh, and saw Daredevil together. It was raining, and I had an ear infection. That's seeing Daredevil alone on Valentine's Day, everybody. Woo. That I didn't get a chance to look this up, but this is uh, uh, the one of the reasons we're doing this is Deadpool comes out on Friday, and that's they're right. sort of shoehorning that into a Valentine's release too. They're like, "There's a girl in this movie." Jesus Christ! And I have to see all these ads with him sitting by a fucking fire and this, that, and the other thing. And it's sure. like, you know, I know this movie's like hyper violent and profanity laden and whatnot like 
I don't need nude Ryan Reynolds laying by the fire. Well, I guess he's not nude. He's in yeah. his Deadpool costume. I'll tell you this. I had the invite to go to like the Fox exhibitor screening of it. Uh-huh. Skipped it. Oh, no. I was like, I don't want to not be at work for a morning to go watch Deadpool. Oh, man, I do. Yes. <laughs> I don't want to be at work. But so, but Daredevil, the, the uh, tel- is it a, can I call it a TV show? The it's streamer? The streamer, the streamer, call it, it's it's eligible for Emmys that it'll never get. So yeah, it's a, it's a television <laughs> show. Okay, yeah, that's coming back soon as well. Yeah, right? it's, it's also yeah. this month, isn't it? I think that yeah, that's either late. No, I think it's or March, spring which, or summer. Yeah, it, it's sometime in March, and you know you got yourself fall. <laughs> yeah, those are months and seasons. <laughs> that's what the year is made up of, Eric. Four seasons. <laughs> well, here's the thing, is folks. Uh, the sun will continue to go around the earth. That's how that works, right? <laughs> yep. And time will pass. Yes. So Daredevil is a Marvel Comics comic book uh, created so by... So far, so good. Created by Stan Lee. Uh, not so disputed. Like, some of those Stan Lees get disputed. He, yeah. I think this is one of his. This is really one of his. It's just it's a solo Lee effort. Uh, no no, uh, no Bobby's Finger or whatever? No, uh, Bill Everett was involved, uh, who is the artist. Fleeced. Jack Kirby uh, probably designed the costume, but nobody knows. It's one of those yep, like, fake he things. He got fleeced. He got, everybody got fleeced. So, what, so Stan Lee came up with the name. Is, yeah. Is the idea. <laughs> He's like... Stanley saw a blind guy. I was like, "That's what I want my comic book to be." About. He saw a blind guy almost get hit by a bus, and he's like, "I don't know how those guys walk down the street. What a daredevil!" Say, <laughs> wouldn't you want to see someone fight that guy? <laughs> Boy, I do want to beat the piss out of that blind man. I'm forever curious if he'd be able to beat me up. <laughs> I was scoring ganja in Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> Sixteen aught seven. When a seven foot four hundred pound Italian man beat the shit out of me, <laughs> called himself the Pin King. Ah, <laughs> uh, this movie. I, I I will say this. I went into this movie with high hopes because at the time, it's what I call Andrew Jupin uh, Sin City syndrome. This, mm-hmm. I mean the same thing. So like Sin City was coming out, I was like. This looks cool. I don't know anything about it. And I bought all those comics. Sure. And with Daredevil, I was like, this movie looks cool. And I bought a ton of Daredevil comics. Yellow Daredevil, Red Daredevil. I read them all, man. And I got so psyched. There's a yellow one? There was like a storyline where he had a yellow costume for some reason. Yeah, it was like one of uh, Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale who did Batman uh, Long Halloween. Did a couple things oh, from Marvel. Okay, yeah, I read that one. Uh, like, they were all origin stories. There was Daredevil Yellow, Spider-Man Blue, Hulk Gray, and other stuff. And, you know, I was super excited for this movie. And this, by the way, if no one remembers, or if someone doesn't remember, this is Ben Affleck playing Matt Murdock. Wait, what? Ben Affleck. I did not remember that. Oh, wait. Were we supposed to watch this? <laughs> oh, man. This is going to be rough. <laughs> uh, Jennifer Garner, his now ex-wife, as Electra Nachios. That's the beginning of this failed relationship. That's true. Uh, uh, the great R.I.P.D. Michael Clark Duncan as the Kingpin, which is a glowingly positive part of this movie. Also, some ballsy casting. Oh, yeah. This is like, and I remember too at the time, everybody was like, oh my God, but the kingpin's a white man. Mom, help jerk me off. <laughs> oh my goodness. And then, you, and then you watch this movie and it sucks ass except for Michael Clark Duncan. 
though underused, is great in this movie. Truly the only way to get over some cross-race count, uh, casting <laughs> is to have your mother uh, stimulate <laughs> your orgasm. That's the only way to get through it. Oh, of course. Couldn't hurt. <laughs> I mean, so uh, Daredevil, his whole thing, which we'll get into, he's blind. Uh-huh. Uh, he gets blinded by radioactive waste, which still seems silly to me. Like, they should just get that... Remove that from the whole thing. That's like that's like legit comic book origin. Yeah, everyone, it was waste, and it was in Hell's Kitchen in these barrels. Like yes. what was GE dumping it in the Hudson? <laughs> <laughs> they, were, they were trying to make themselves some chuds, uh, and accidentally had a side effect of a daredevil. Dude, chud runoff will always be a danger in this city. Yeah. You have to be vigilant, New Yorkers. Yeah, you never all... know when you could be turned into a chud. I will wear goggles. I wear goggles every time I go on the subway because I just don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> Honestly, that's. Just just good that's just good thinking man <laughs> like that subway's disgusting so he's got you know radar sense. bat vision yeah sure. so 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 he's a blind okay no he he becomes blind yeah. from the radioactive waste yeah which then has an effect that gives him sight okay <laughs> that evens right? it out even it's, the playing field it's basically sight but right? he's yeah. also got like super hearing his yeah. touch is like height all his well, other that, senses that are heightened that happens when you lose a sense everything else is heightened yes but I the bite, heightened to the yeah. point where he can be a superhero though uh, same thing happens to me when i bite my tongue <laughs> i'm like i can't taste now is that what happens when you bite your tongue is your whole sense of taste yep. just turns off that's right that's fascinating. And you should go to a doctor. If I stub my toe, I can't feel anything anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so he's a blind superhero. Here's a big problem I have with the start of this movie. The uh, title design at the beginning is just a bunch of Braille flip-flapping across the screen, and then it eventually spells out the names of the actors. You want to hear something embarrassing? It took me a little while to figure out it was Braille. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that is embarrassing. I forgot he was blind. <laughs> Watching. I don't know. And you've seen the show. <laughs> I, lo- I really like the TV show. Not as much as you should. Well, I re- well, it's been a while. Turns out the blindness is a crucial plot point. It, it is. <laughs> but again, Daredevil is blind in quotes. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's a fake blind. <laughs> it's, a fa- it's a fake blind. Yeah. He's, uh, I don't know. I don't think, yeah, he's, he's just like taking someone else's disability. It's what like is- a Seinfeld episode. <laughs> Oh, you think he's just doing it for the parking, the handicap park? I don't think oh, Daredevil man. could drive a car. I think, to be quite honest, Daredevil behind the wheel is dangerous. But what if it's raining? He could totally drive a car. <laughs> well, also, op- I guess he opens the windows. Yeah. You could hear stuff. Listen, if Al Pacino can pull it off without superpowers. <laughs> Wait, in, if- in everyday life, or is there a movie? No. Scent uh, of a woman. He's oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's, that's the original origin of Daredevil. He was juggling grenades uh, <laughs> for the generals. <laughs> oh, that is the best part of that movie. Oh, absolutely! When fucking... I'm just juggling grenades in the jungle. <laughs> Bradley Whitford just being a dick over Thanksgiving or whatever. I think that is cinema's most uncomfortable holiday gathering. <laughs> Holy shit! Oh, did he tell you? When he was juggling grenades. <laughs> oh, like, man. No, he didn't tell me. And it's in the <laughs> middle of the movie. And then he's just staring off at the wall. Are they making fun of me for staring at grenades again? <laughs> or for juggling grenades? Uh, so this movie does a thing that I hate. Where it's like we everything. Well, we don't think that our movie starts off exciting uh, or interesting enough. So yep. we have to start at the end of the movie. But this is like... We start at the end of the movie for like six seconds, and then it's like flashback to the beginning of the movie. Which, uh, using the clunkiest device, which is 
they say every time you die, you, your whole life flashes right before your eyes. Everyone settle in, audience. I know it's 2003. <laughs> That's a death cliche. That right? is a death cliche. Well, it doesn't happen. To be fair, also, it's not even his entire life. It's like one week when he was a kid. Yes. And then the last two weeks of him being Daredevil. <laughs> we don't see him, like, really deciding to be Daredevil. No, or that's, going, going to law school. Or going to law school. I mean, that's what's awesome about that show. That whole first season is him, like, rising up to become what we know as Daredevil. To be fair, and I was thinking about this on the train, I don't think it's entirely fair to compare the show to the movie just because they have so much more time. Yes, no, I know. Um, I mean, this movie takes two and a half hours to do nothing. And I mean, like, we don't even hear, we don't even see Michael Clark Duncan until like 46 minutes in on the director's cut. It's it's also another one of these things where these superhero movies are shoving so many villains. What we got, Kingpin. We got, we sort of, Electra's father is like a, Crime so-and-so. As Steve correctly pointed out, the Weezen the Juice guy from Encino Man. Yes. Bravo, what a pull. I couldn't even believe it. And then Bullseye. It's like you're taking yeah. you you're you're stuffing these three guys in there, and it's like you don't need that. No, you don't. I mean, I think you'd probably cut Bullseye out of this movie and then you'd give Kingpin some stuff to do, which they actually again, the show, which I just said we shouldn't compare it to, that's what they do. They, Bullseye isn't in that first season at all. There's no it's just Wilson Fisk because he's interesting enough. And it's like a so like crime associates of Wilson Fisk, yes. like that dude that becomes like the owl or whatever sure. that dude's fucking problem is. No, I, I see I always think about him as the the warden who blows his brains out in uh, Shawshank. Are <laughs> <laughs> oh, the cops are at the Wait, door? Is that gonna is that gonna be on Periscope next week? <laughs> oh, it depends. Or tomorrow? <laughs> Dude, that's what all those plastic sheets are up uh, in the corner of the room there. We're just gonna <laughs> tie them up next yeah, week. Got the place fixed up real nice, a couple mattresses on the wall. <laughs> Bunch of light beer. Yeah, that's how you do it, uh, by the way, folks at home. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah there's ways to populate. Like, he could have a number two that's pretty cool that's not necessarily bullseye. It just, it needs to be a non-gimmicky yes. villain. You know what I mean? Because, like, the cool thing about the Kingpin is he doesn't really have any powers. He's just a big, strong guy that loves murdering people, which is awesome. Like, Michael Clark Duncan's first scene in this movie, he bashes a dude's head in with his awesome big cane and then just picks a dude up with one hand and breaks his neck up against a wall. And you're like, wow, this is a menacing guy. And then Colin Farrell comes straight off the set of Cruisin' and you're like, well, this isn't a menacing villain, except that he can throw paper clips in people's necks and who could care? What the hell is that, though? Like, wait. That's a bullseye. It's a bullseye. Bullseye. Wait, so he can throw things at super speed and make a paperclip deadly enough to pierce a chubby man's <laughs> neck. Yeah, he, he pierces that dude's George Lucas gobbler. <laughs> but, like, what? Steve, well, it's like precision. A, you know, it's like accuracy. Did he get, did, um, what, what body part got exposed to radioactive waste? <laughs> Um, I think you know if you're asking. <laughs> I, mean, I just want to hear it. <laughs> yeah, I also like to think of that guy who gets killed in that pub as the same guy 
who gets stabbed at the end of train spotting by Begbie. He's like, oh, fuck you. I mean, it's Scotland and Ireland, but he's like, fuck you. If you can't hold a pint, get out of the co- the pub. And he gets like broken his face. It's amazing. Yeah, that guy. It's a dude just mouthing off to Colin Farrell and it, he just turns around and murders him. Well, they're both doughy dudes that shouldn't be mouthing off to anyone. Like, you know yeah. what? You lost your bar bet. Leave it alone. Also, like if you're playing darts with this dude and he's like not looking at the dartboard, and he's throwing bullseye after bullseye after bullseye. Clearly, there's some sort of ability here, and, he, and you shouldn't mess with that he guy. He keeps saying, call me bullseye. <laughs> yeah, clearly yeah. he's done this before. And you can tell under his shitty skull cap that he probably carved a bullseye into his head. <laughs> which which is, doesn't make any... Like, this yeah. bullseye, we can get into it. He's the worstest. You don't want to hire bullseye as an assassin, right? Like Bullseye no. in this movie. In this movie. You're like, yeah, he's going to get the job done, but he's going to murder 12 people. Leave a trail up to the murder that you're, you, you hire him to do and make it very obvious that he did the killing. Also, he's going to be menacing TSA agents at the airport, <laughs> which we see Colin Farrell doing in this movie. And it's like, I'm sorry. A lot of the time those people are assholes, but like you can't fuck with them like they're taking you down you know what i mean and he's like sexily flicking around a paperclip in his mouth and this and like is taunting po- this dude this is post 9 11 oh Absolutely. yeah dude this is a different america this would be a bullseye up his uh you know what shit if uh <laughs> he's not if you know you gotta you gotta go through security cautiously you you just... it's amazing like the, the muslim guy in front of him got pulled off but the guy with the bullseye <laughs> carved into his head just because he's a white guy gets to get on the plane there's this dumbass moment right at the end of that scene where he like looks at a like bomb sniffing dog, like just looks at him, and the dog's like, <laughs> "Oh, stop it!" And like the do- the dog does some great dog acting and like cowers down, and it's like, "Yep, he's that powerful." The weird thing about this movie is, I guess, like, because I mean, in the superhero movie pantheon, this is like after Spider Man, after the first X Men, and after those Blade movies. Yes, but it's still very much Tim Burton Batman. Is what we're, we're cribbing from here. We're really making a gothic Manhattan here. Uh, I mean, so much so that, like, the beginning of this movie, it's not even... Like, they didn't even bother to take a helicopter out and shoot the city. It's all just a shitty computer Oof. Manhattan. And, and it looks bad. Like, oh, yeah. you know, 12 years on, like, it looks terrible. A lot... 13 years on. Oh, <laughs> this is... Yeah, I can't believe it's been that long. Yeah. But... A lot of this movie is so disgusting because of the way it portrays New York. It's all like it's like the Paramount back lot. <laughs> no, nothing about it looks actually like New York. Not whatsoever. in the slightest. No, they didn't shoot this in New York, right? No. It, it reminds me of uh, if you ever been on the Universal Studios uh, King Kong ride. Like that's <laughs> yeah. that's kind of where they shot some of these scenes, dude. If like the the no longer existing L train like came around the corner and then that giant. Ape King came around and grabbed the car. Oh, I'd the, buy it. And then the fire comes and you get really hot inside there. <laughs> Dude, I, I I have a feeling, even though you're right that it's not fair, we're going to keep coming back to this show. Yeah, yeah, but another thing the show does well, it fucking films in New York City. Yes, and you use that and it looks good. And I mean, the show like kind of, the movie does this too a little bit. It's like uh, in Ben Affleck's completely useless uh, voiceover narration. Oh, yikes. Uh, he's like, they're trying to call it Clinton now, but it'll always be Hell's Kitchen to me. Nobody calls it Clinton anyway. No, no. FYI. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. One of my favorite parts of this flashback, by the way, we got a young Robert Eiler. Is that his name? Am I yeah, saying it right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anthony Soprano Jr. as one of the bullies. 
Oh, yeah. And another gross inaccuracy because we're just filming this wherever and nobody cares anyway. It's supposed to be like, you know, whenever a 2003 Ben Affleck would have been like a 12-year-old kid. Like what, 80-something, like 82 or 83? They are dressed like yes. 2003 kids. Robert yeah. Eiler's got his same dumbass, you know, Anthony Jr. hair flipped up in the front haircut. Who picks on a blind kid? That's my question. It's really I, yeah, bad. I, I do. <laughs> yeah? How's that working out for you? I can't cite examples on the air. <laughs> Get in trouble. But you got to be a real shithead to pick on a blind kid. It is kind of awesome to see him getting constantly whipped in the face by this walking stick, though. Uh, him and, like, the two bullies that he's walking with. That It's amazing because they pick on him before he goes blind, and then they're like... <laughs> Oh, good, he's blind. He deserves to get beaten even more now. And you're like, wait, what? He won't see it coming. (laughs) That kid's mother's dead and his his dad's like an alcoholic boxer. Maybe we should leave him alone. Yeah, How does he afford Hell's Kitchen? (laughs) (laughs) It's a good question. I mean, the weird thing is, like, in in the show and the comics is uh, Daredevil gets trained by Stick and by various whatever, like... yeah. For some reason, him going blind gives him karate abilities. In the, you know what I mean? Like, he just... Yeah, he, he tra- magically has it. He trains himself on a rooftop. They show him, like... He's like, oh, my body was responding to being blind, and I knew how to balance and do backflips. And, like, yeah, but you wouldn't know how to do karate. Yeah, like, what are you talking about? He slides down one banister, and he's Bruce Lee. Are we, so, he, is this a white guy karate movie, kind of? Um, I don't know. I have a feeling if, like... The hand had come in more. Sure. Then you're getting some white guy karate, but the hand stays out of it. So there's Stick no ninjas. is not present. Yeah, yeah, there's no ninjas in this. It movie. does have a you know like a boxing ring, and if karate had happened within it, <laughs> okay. maybe. Okay, but yeah. I guess this is more of a of a superhero movie. <laughs> you like that? This movie wants to be Spider Man really bad. That first Sam Raimi movie. It's like yes. half. It's like mixing. Uh, uh, Tim Burton's Batman with Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. Yeah, totally. It's like the the I don't even know how to say it, but like the the cinematography of a Spider-Man movie. Our camera's like flying all over yep. the place, crazy mm-hmm. angles, a lot of computer with like the darker sensibilities of a Batman movie. And he turns into a cartoon every time he's about to do something mildly interesting. Yeah. It's like here comes my cartoon, dude. It's <laughs> like Linda Carter, like when she turned from the cartoon of Wonder Woman like into Linda Carter, just in reverse. I thought it was playing Tekken or something. <laughs> These weird big blocky dudes all of a sudden. And, you know, later on when there's a fight with uh, Bullseye, they, it, it's slow-mo CG. Oh, yeah, yeah. Big mistake. <laughs> God. The other thing that I don't care for, and I know it is in the comics, but he doesn't do it on the show. Again, show comparison. But, man, that fucking swimming pool that he sleeps in. <laughs> It sucks. I, that little coffin that he's got, I kind of want that. Dude, it's like a coffin with rainwater in it. Like, it's so disgusting. And that's because he can see rainwater, right? Yeah. That's the whole thing? No, no, he does it to drown out all of his senses so oh, he can like go to sleep. Sensory deprivation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like altered states without all the cool stuff. <laughs> <laughs> 
Nobody turns into a monkey for no reason in the middle of that movie. Exactly right. That's, uh, that's where I was going. I could use a vicious ape in this. Oh, yeah, dude. Just running amok in the oh, city? yeah, maybe. Yeah, please. Let him stop something fantastical. Colin Farrell's not in. Listen, though, that that uh, malicious ape better stay west of 9th Avenue betwixt, uh, you know, 51 and 43. That's, that's a great question. Is there, like, jurisdiction? Like, Daredevil's like, pfft. You're on Spider-Man's turf. He like turns no, exa- around and goes home. Exactly, dude. It's like but that's Kip's Bay's problem now. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think Kip's Bay is where the Fantastic Four hang out. <laughs> and you know, f- people have heard it by now, hopefully. But like Hell's Kitchen is not big. It is pretty small. Well, that's the funny thing about that show is that they they refer like, to who's, everything. This is like, who's going to run Hell's Kitchen? You mean those six blocks? <laughs> like. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know. Have it, Wilson Fisk. I'll <laughs> I'll just walk over to Times Square and never be bothered by you, <laughs> which is like really easy to do, dude. I would love it if like Michael Clark Duncan in this movie in like a deleted scene is chasing Joe Pantoliano down the street and like he crosses Eighth <laughs> Avenue and there's like a barricade and the kingpin just runs into it like, Bwow. oh my god, they're under the dome. <laughs> There's a uh, a dome <laughs> under yeah Hell's Kitchen's under the dome. That would be the only way that any of this makes sense. Like, why is he not going to Union Square to fight somebody? Like, if he exactly. if he jumps on 14th Street, is it a problem? <laughs> Maybe he does, no, he doesn't have a Metro card. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> They're on hard times in Hell's Kitchen. He can't so afford a Metro. Daredevil murders a lot of people in this movie, like gleefully, and that is a function of the director's cut, I do believe. Okay. Is we've got, we have Colin Farrell says fuck at one point in this movie. Yeah. We have that entire useless Coolio subplot. <laughs> but the other mother. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing about it, though, is that the movie is much more violent. Yes. Uh, and I think, like, Daredevil murdering this rapist in the subway, I think is kind of playing into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, um, basically, Matt Murdock, I guess, is in a civil suit because it doesn't make sense. For him to be part of a rape case otherwise. I thought he was actually... wearing a business suit. <laughs> Yikes. More, more of those coming up. <laughs> Someone just fret stop. <laughs> Not today, we hate movies. <laughs> Click. No, but yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a defense attorney. So I don't know. Like, I guess it's a civil suit. Between the woman and the guy, and for some reason he's not being tried uh, as a as a criminal case. It doesn't make any sense. What are you talking about? Matt Murdock is defending the woman yeah. in the rape case. Yeah, but he's a defense attorney. Yeah. So why is he? It's why is not he a suing criminal him? case. Yeah, it's, it's not just, a criminal it's a case. Lawsuit. Oh, oh, oh! I it's, see what it's you're like saying. He's finally putting OJ away. Type of thing. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, is it a thing? Like, do they actually specify in this movie though that he is a defense attorney, or are they just? Not paying attention because they're making the daredevil. That's movie. what I'm not sure. It's the woman is sitting with him, like like she is a defendant, and like she cries at one point. So there's that. Yeah, I, I whatever, man. But uh, point this, is, this rapist goes scot free because it's the Hell's Kitchen court or whatever. <laughs> also, I don't think there's any courthouses over there. <sighs> Every- Whatever this pretend world where anyone gives a shit this much about Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. It's literally, honestly, go go to your, wherever you are, drive for a quarter of a mile and you've gone way past Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> like, watch, watch, put that in your GPS, one quarter mile in any direction and you've gone way too far from Hell's Kitchen. Although maybe, maybe Night Court is set in Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> oh, shit. This movie could have used some bull and larrikette, man. Wouldn't that be great if the, if he was going up to night court <laughs> and doing all, you know, sure. doing his law stuff in night court? That would make a lot of sense, like actually. The, the movie cuts to four by three. <laughs> There's like a laugh track. 
It would be a big risk for Fox, but, you know. There'd be a lot of tasteless blind jokes because it's night court. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. (laughs) This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, my 20s, while being a lot of fun, a lot of the time, were pretty rough. I wasn't exactly rolling in dough. I lived at home until I was about 25, and for most of it, I didn't have this show or you lovely people in my life. I just kind of drifted around without direction and didn't know where to voice that. Then I started to get my crap together one piece at a time, and the last piece, which didn't come until my early 30s, was therapy. And man, I wish it came along sooner. Ever since I started sitting down as a licensed therapist, I've had a place to voice my insecurities and try to fashion plans to help me achieve my goals. So that's why I'm thrilled we're sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, and it's designed to be flexible, convenient, and suited to meet your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and the good thing is you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash WHM today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash W-H-M. This episode's brought to you in part by Rocket Money, and they have this question for you. They handed to me just now. Mr. Rocket just handed me this. Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they pay around $80 a month on subscription services, but the actual total is closer to $200. If you don't know exactly how much you're spending every month, you need Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. And with Rocket Money, you can lower those bills without resorting to having bean dinners every day of the week. You know, you have those bean dinners to try to save some few bucks. But if you were monitoring your spending with Rocket Money, you didn't necessarily need to eat every bean dinner. So find out what all the fuss is about. You know, over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about, like the Stars app. Don't get me started. You don't have to go through all the back end of the website anymore. You don't have to call customer service. Rocket Money helps you manage all your finances in one place as well and categorizes everything. It's easy to keep track of a whole budget. Even I can do it and I got rocks in my head. So find out what 3 million people have already done. They've taken the rocket, folks. Stop throwing the money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash WHM. That is rocketmoney.com slash WHM. Once more, rocketmoney.com slash WHM, which stands for We Hate Movies. So, whatever, yeah, he's defending this woman. The rapist gets off, so then it's Daredevil's turn to deliver some justice. Well, he goes, again, to some bar, which is like a club. And this is a... the bar that's where they hang out. That, see, this is what was weird, is it's that Josie's bar, yes. which in the show is where they all hang out and whatnot. In this movie, it's like a biker bondage strip club type place. And it's enormous, sure. and like, yeah, exactly. You could. You it's could... something out of Blade, honestly. Yeah, it's a bit Blade. I was thinking it's more Sin City's esque Yeah, no, that's that's also true. You They're doing Jessica Alba. 
Alba dancing around there, possibly. They're doing some like biker motorcycle contest, and like the bartenders clearly had enough of it. Like, ain't no burnouts, you deadbeats. It'd be great if they, you know, you're walking around and you go inside of a bar and you turn black and white for some reason, and everyone's <laughs> swearing and drinking whiskey, and you're like, oh shit, it's that Sin City bar. Ew. Elijah Woods just being really, really weird in the corner and won't take off those glasses. <laughs> you see Clive Owen go to the bathroom and he comes out uh oh fuck josh brolin josh brolin yeah, right. yeah, <laughs> but does he does he have red chuck taylor's on the whole time? yeah the whole the whole oh, time that's like the one one thing that's i might live in that bar then it's <laughs> a nice place there's too much stimulation outside so daredevil comes into this place and he's hanging from the rafters and they look and they're like hey that guy looks like he's up to no good and they're like yeah probably <laughs> And then this fight breaks out. I mean, it's everyone's got a machine gun first and foremost. Yeah, talk about no stealth though, Daredevil. You know what I mean? Like, wait till he goes to his car and then beat him up. Stalk that guy in the alley. Exactly. This is New York City. That's what alleys are there for. It's hell. It's a fictional (laughs) Hell's Kitchen, which I think is only alleys. There's no, like, actual streets or no, buildings. It's only alleys. It's their coffee shop, their law firm, that courthouse, <laughs> fucking night nurse's apartment. Where's night nurse in this movie? She's not hanging out. Yeah, that's too bad. Is it, n- now, night nurse is a uh, character? That's it's Rosario Rosa- 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 Dawson, Dawson characters. Oh, yeah. okay. They call her that in the, in the comic books. They, they don't mention that in the show, though. No, they don't. I mean, she's a night nurse, but. See if there's a night nurse, there's a night court. (laughs) See the uh, fantastic Gregory Isaacs album, Night Nurse, by the way. Oh, please, I won't. Um, So he he basically... Big old murder fest. One thing about Daredevil's problem... Daredevil, if I was Daredevil, if I I was a a blind superhero that's trying to let no one know that I'm blind... Now, how much have you thought, if I was Daredevil... (laughs) (laughs) It's how I go to sleep every night. (laughs) (laughs) In a fucking coffin filled with water <laughs> that's why you go to sleep you take a shower you don't dry yourself you just go to bed soaking wet <laughs> that's actually pretty great he saves on towel usage mm-hmm. though that's i guess there's no pillow don't, in that bed question though. Fuck that question well here's this might be good for having no pillow is he going to the bathroom at night in that thing i don't know it, i it might pay off not to get up to go to the bathroom at night. <laughs> i mean i think you would probably accident if you slept in water like that. You would accidentally pee yourself. It's a full right. body treatment of the hand trick. Now, <laughs> exactly. Is it a stagnant pool or is it like filtering in and out so I could uh, take a tinkle while I'm sleeping? He does put in bath salts before he goes to bed. Oh, which that, that's why he gets all crazy. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, he comes home and he like chucks a bunch of like Vicodin and Percocet or whatever to like because to kill to kill the pain. I'm like, dude. You got bath salts, brother. Yeah, start smoking that shit. <laughs> also, you know he's a tough dude because he's just chewing those painkillers. No no taking him back with water for this superhero. <laughs> so, yeah, big fight. Kills a bunch of people. Somehow lights two pool tables on fire. Yeah, I don't know how that happens. It just by the end of this fight, everybody's dead, and there's two pool tables on fire. And he's chasing this dude out of the bar. The one thing I, I, I was trying to say yeah. is that his weakness is that he's hypersensitive. So if a loud right. noise comes, that's going to fuck up his senses and really hurt his ears. If that's the case, you can't cover your ears and go, oh, owie, my ears, <laughs> every time that happens when you're trying to hunt and kill a man. That's true. Because that's going to give him the upper hand. Which is something that uh, 
Bullseye finds out later in the movie. I don't know how Bullseye is the first one to figure it out. Because <laughs> every time know. anyone drops a glass, he goes, Can he hear like the dog frequency? Oh, could, that's could cool. he be, yeah, could he be defeated in a Russell Madness way where you <laughs> you hide a dog whistle on yourself and you can you can that's how you outwit Daredevil. Or Gene Hackman sends a sequin a signal only he can hear. Yeah. <laughs> the dogs are barking. The the brown note. <laughs> the brown note. Is that's that's the mythical one where you poo, right? Yeah. Yeah. Your frequency you can only hear to So he basically makes this guy uh, drop on on a on a uh, 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 subway platform and let him get run over, which is kind of an, my our hero, ladies and gentlemen, because this guy could be wrapped up and like you know whatever, right? But like I don't know, man. I kind of am totally fine with this because it's what? like this is the kind of superhero I like. Like this is the a murderer. The Punisher, you know what I mean? Sure. Uh, no one's fucking bitching when the Punisher kills somebody. Because he's the Punisher. That's well, why can't... Dude, this is a man dressed up like the devil. <laughs> well, this is... Okay, here's what Daredevil did. He, he, he What Daredevil did. He put that conductor through so much pain. He's yes. going to be going to counseling. <laughs> Thank you. He just murdered someone. Did did he jump? Did he... Either way, it's horrific. I've I've I've, I've taken a life by doing my... My job of, uh, you know, geez. That conductor I mean. was texting, though, so don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, so he's been sent up the river. <laughs> yeah, he was at Rikers before this dude would have been at Rikers. Where, where, how is he texting? Where is, where is he writing? The fictional Boston uh, departed train? <laughs> How's he getting a signal in 2003? That's actually yeah. true. We kind of have texting now yeah. in the subway, but not so much in, in 2003. Well, also, this is a subway station that New York City has never seen before. No, so, I mean, the Matrix looked more realistic. So Joey Pants is hot on the case. And like oh, he's basically speaking of the a, Matrix, and I I shudder to even say this: an Alexander Knox knockoff. <laughs> well, this is a Daredevil character. Yeah, Ben Yurick is Ben Yurick's around, played by a better actor in yeah. in the show. Obviously, uh, yeah, he is uh, Noxian in his nauseous behavior. In this and movie. even they have a he's like, oh, I have an artist sketch of Dare, of the Daredevil, and it's like it's a like it's it's. A, gargoyle come to life and I'm like <laughs> if anyone saw this dude they'd be like oh it's a guy I'm in not, a red leather outfit with a hat on I'm not sure this could be the daredevil or it could be the chupacabra <laughs> either way we got a problem in Hell's Kitchen <laughs> what sucks though is like they don't have like this like any kind of universe set up yet right like so they don't acknowledge in this movie that Spider-Man sure is down the block, but no, you know? is, is is this that is a good question? Is this a cinematic universe of any way? Because there's an Electra spinoff, right? Woof, yeah, there is. So yeah. that this is a, like this is the, the start. This is like the genesis. But what be, I'm saying yeah. is, with regard to the Joey Pants thing, though, is like he has a ridiculous picture of a monster. Yes, and it's like that clearly looks like a monster. But there's nothing else in the universe of this movie, mm, sure, to be like, yeah, well, that fucking thing the other day was a big green man right. on a flying sled. So you know, <laughs> yeah, sure, my gargoyle can be real, whatever. It's like he could, yeah. If, if Spider Man was happening co-currently, he could go ask Spider Man. You know, <laughs> hey, Spidey. Yeah. Or is, does this take place in the world of gargoyles, perhaps? Hey, Goliath, you you guys uh, killing people on the subway or what? No, we are not. 
What about Bronx and Brooklyn and uh, Queens and whatever the other gargoyles would name? Were they all named after boroughs? Yes, no. they were. Yes, they were, man. Staten? Staten. Staten's kind of a cool name. <laughs> Staten. I remember I got pissed because the dog's name was Bronx in Gargoyles. And I was like, come <laughs> on, the dog named after the dog. <laughs> there was definitely a Brooklyn. I don't think there was a there, Queens. So there wasn't that many of them then? No. Was there, there like a Nassau? Like are we branching out? <laughs> <I'm> Nassau. <laughs> Everybody hated Nassau. Bergen? <laughs> New Jersey's Bergen County? They called the bathroom the Tappan Zee Bridge for some reason. <laughs> hey, Fair, hey, Fairfield, Connecticut, get out of the can. <laughs> you gotta take a shit. And the one was named Hudson, if I remember correctly. That Yeah, I think you're right on that yeah. one. Man, it's been a while since I've watched that cartoon. Well, because you're a grown adult. That's true. Well, maybe we could do it on Animation Damnation so I can watch it. Yeah, there's a, there's a couple of bad ones. Uh, oh, here's another bad thing about this movie. Please. As we just, it, this episode is just a laundry list of problems we have. <laughs> well, this, this, it's a two and a half hour cut about Coolio going to court. All right? <laughs> so, you know, forgive well, me now, if I'm not going to take us through bit by bit. No. Let's take us through bit by bit. Now, Coolio, <laughs> is, he's, he's fighting a murder beef that he did not commit. That's right? correct. He's innocent because Daredevil listens to his heartbeat. Right. And it doesn't raise when he says that he's innocent. Right. He he listens, and then the, the yeah. sonar waves of truth come out of his heart. <laughs> That's right. And uh, he's like, I will represent you, because as a lawyer, I can only represent innocent people. Which is not the way it works. I mean, everyone's got a right to a defense. trial. Yeah. Also, defense. there's things like mafia lawyers. Those guys know what's up. They do know what's up. That should be like the bad guy. Like, Is there an evil like mafia lawyer? In one of I'm sure things? there must be. That'd be great. Well, like, Wesley's kind of a... He's probably got a law degree. Yeah, well, no, he says at the end when he gets arrested that he's, uh, I'll get my lawyers on it or whatever. Oh, right, Or right, whatever right. the fuck else. Oh, yeah, there's <laughs> definitely a... Yeah, that's the thing is evil lawyers come in teams. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, so what I was going to say was John Favreau's in this movie playing Foggy Nelson. Yeah. Yikes. Yikes. Yes, yes yikes. Indeed. What I mean, the thing I'll say is, like, this movie possibly sort of supposedly got him the Iron Man gig. Sure. Which is cool because that's an awesome movie. He did a good job directing it. But like, man, and any iteration of this foggy character, I hate. I hate him on the show. He's it's not just, anyone's favorite. Well, he can sure fill out a frame, though. <laughs> <laughs> it just sucks because like he's the one thing, not the one thing, but a big problem with like the tonal imbalance of this movie because, like, I just want a gritty-ass goddamn Daredevil movie. And the show gets around it better because it, like, screws him over a lot more. And he's just, like, constantly angry at Matt Murdock and yeah. whatever. But, like, this movie, it's like we're trying to do gothic whatever. And then Favreau comes in. And he's making fucking jokes about switching honey with mustard and all this. And I'm just like, this isn't my Daredevil movie. I don't need this comedy here. It'd be great if during that, like, he got his head blown off in a drive-by. <laughs> just totally murdered? Yeah. Bullseye. <laughs> exactly. Bullseye. Also, don't say your name after you kill people. Yeah. <laughs> Notorious assassin. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, Favreau's not my least favorite part of this movie. I actually think Ben Affleck is probably best in those scenes with him because that's what Ben Affleck does well is like coffee shop buddy scenes. Yeah, like yeah. pseudo comedy. Like, you know what I mean? Like he's the, the oh, straight man. Just like Batman, right? <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah. Hey, hey guys, get ready to laugh in a few weeks. <laughs> Another reason. We're, here's something. Yeah. 
yes. the hair color on Matt Murdock. Yikes. Oh my god! They just took Ben Affleck's hair and dipped it in like red ink or something. He man. looks like diet. Cherry Dr. Pepper. Like, yeah. that's what his hair color is. <laughs> it's really bad. The kid playing Matt Murdock, like young Matt Murdock, also looks like a terrible dye job. What's it's, the point? It's not a color that appears naturally in nature. So then, then this kid and this guy, <laughs> this blind guy, is dyeing his hair every couple of weeks. <laughs> that dirtbag kid had it before he spilled all that radioactive waste on his face. Oh, maybe that's what it was. He dyed his hair for the summer because he was in, into like Green Day or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and and just like the radioactive goo, not only did it make his mm-hmm. all of his senses interesting and he, him blind, yeah, it stuck that dye, and that was that's oh. your hair color forever, kid. Oh shit, that's like the Joker. <laughs> See, that's what it should have been. Yeah. All that all that gloop that got all over him dyed his hair an alien shade of red. I he think- looks like Sharon Osbourne. <laughs> like it's fucking terrible. <laughs> It looks so stupid. It's so useless. Like, and I know that the characters got red hair. Congratulations. Just move on. Well, actually, that brings us to another thing. We can, we're, we're trying to be, like, really accurate with these character looks, right? Yeah. Man, oh, man. The green contacts that Jennifer Garner is given to, like, look more like Elektra. Oh, my me, God. Meow. Those are some terrible looking contacts. Who ca- who could ever care? Would any? You've got, I mean... Not to be crass, but you've got a black kingpin. Yeah. You're going to fucking put contact in these girls' eyes? Oh, my God. First kingpin's black. Now she's got contacts. Oh, this is just ridiculous. Mom, get over here. <laughs> you, man, that, but, you know, that it's a poor representation of Electro Nachos. Or what, what's her name? Nachosness? Electra Nachios. Nachios. Yeah. What, what is that? Greek. It's supposed to be Greek. Uh, no any uh, Greeks with uh, green eyes? <laughs> I, I, I sound like a character from uh, Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> Chinese girl with green eyes, very rare. I was gonna say, like you sound like one of my uncles. But <laughs> <laughs> hey, you ever see a this look like that? <laughs> and so on and so forth. You ever see a black kingpin? Ma, get over here! <laughs> Is this movie an action movie? Is it a romance? Is it a detective story? Is it a fucking Coolio murder mystery or what? It is closest to a Coolio murder mystery. (laughs) Honestly, I will take the Coolio murder mystery over every other part of this movie. One thing which is insane. One thing I came away with this time, because like Steve, I've seen this movie a bunch of times. I own the director's cut on DVD. This is the second time I've seen it, I think. Um, Hey, you're fine. Yeah. Coolio is kind of a good actor. Like sure. he's not great, but he's like at least entertaining. It's just not for this movie. He's no. better than Ben Affleck is. <laughs> I would rather have Coolio play Daredevil. <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe they cast Coolio as the murderer that Matt Murdock's gotta do thing. Fucking Coolio Mark, get over here. God. Oh my lord. We're gonna uh, go again because I got shit to say on the internet. <laughs> Man, our website has gotten weird. <laughs> ain't right. it cool news? Ain't gonna troll itself. Get over here, ma. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh boy. So Ben Affleck's fucking sucks in this movie, right? Like, oh sure. And I'm kind of a defender of Ben Affleck. I am I, too. I like Ben Affleck, man. I think he's a likable presence in movies. I do think that you know, like uh, uh, when Argo came out, and everyone was like, "Oh, why wasn't he nominated for Best Director?" I think people were like, "Yeah, you, st- well, you still owe us for Daredevil." Like they're like, <laughs> they're like, "Yeah, you were a fine director, but 
Yeah, you still owe us for Daredevil. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I mean, this has been a hard thing to kind of live down. I mean, I don't know if I saw a Ben Affleck movie between this and uh, Argo. I mean, I'm, sh- I mean l- I'm sure there were things in between that I caught, but like I couldn't tell you, but I could damn well tell you where I was watching this Ben Affleck movie. You don't forget seeing Daredevil. <laughs> fucking sticks with you like that like that burn on Colin Farrell's head in this movie. What does everybody think of the costume? I think it's pretty cool. I do too. I think it's actually better than the TV show. Really? That's the only thing that uh, I, if they, in no. the Venn diagram of things. Well, like the, his like bullshit Zorro costume through most of the first series or like when he's Daredevil at the end. There. When he's Daredevil at the end. Oh, I, I see. Yeah. I like the, I, I, because I don't mind the pervert costume he's running around in for the, like, he looks like, uh, I like that. He looks like the Manhunter or, he, oh, he does know the Red Dragon. Yeah, he, he looks Manhunter. like the Rise of the Red Dragon. Oh, he looks like Tom Noonan. <laughs> yeah, he really does. <laughs> Yeah, the costume yeah. is good. It's like a red leather thing. The mask looks okay, I think. I just don't mm. like the double D on the chest there. That's just stupid. It's like yeah. a monogram shirt, kind of. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Electra is totally neutered in this thing. Electra is supposed to be an assassin. Like, yes. She is an assassin through and through in the Wait, comics. what? I yeah. thought she was supposed to be the uh, love interest, maybe girlfriend. <laughs> yes, but she's also <laughs> an assassin. Really? She's not just like, oh, my dad is Greek, and I saw my mother die. So Hi. <laughs> I you, also you, know karate for some reason. You may have heard of my billionaire father, the Weezin the Juice guy. <laughs> God. <laughs> but it sucks though, because you're uh-huh. right, she doesn't she does nothing in this movie. Like it's supposed to be more like a like Batman and Catwoman are fucking. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like Catwoman is also capable of like being badass and doing a bunch of shit. This movie she's like my mom's dead. Meep. <laughs> You're just like, oh no, now my dad's dead. Double meep. But it's only after that double meep that she's like, I'm gonna train with some sandbags. Maybe I'll throw some size around like my favorite Ninja Turtle, Raphael. <laughs> Can we talk about her introduction scene, which is that playground fight? Oh man, the flirt fight. Hashtag flirt fight. <laughs> God, this is terrible. So. uh <laughs> Ben Affleck and uh, and Foggy Nelson are in the in the whatever in the they're restaurant. at their their Central Park, if you will. <laughs> yes, and they're having a fun conversation, <laughs> and um, uh, she comes in to like drink a cup of coffee, and like Ben Affleck flirts with her, or whatever. Matt Matt Murdock is he's a good looking oh, yeah. dude. He looks like Ben Affleck. He's fine. Um, does he know that though? Oh, that's I guess he. I mean, he you f- can feel your own himself. face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're like, hey, I'm not fat. Fuck, I'm attractive. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ignorant. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> he takes a shower and he's like, "Wow, I'm really good looking." <laughs> oh, right, right, because he could see shower. He's definitely got, he's got a, a bunch of mirrors in his shower. Mm. He should just become Aquaman or something, right? Why Water not? is his friend. Yeah. Oh, I guess he would be poisoned to death in the Hudson River, though. Yeah, <laughs> you can't, can't go swimming. So. Um, he like flirts with her and she's like, yeah, thanks. And starts to leave. And he starts following her out of this coffee shop. Well, that's how you do it. And she's like, I said, I'd like to be left alone. And he grabs her arm too. And then they start flirt fighting. And I'm like, this guy just killed two people last night. Now he's just like stalking this lady. Yeah. Like what kind of movie am I watching here? This is the daredevil I grew up with. Is this drive? What happened? (laughs) So they start fighting on a playground, and all these kids are like, "Yay, white people are fighting in New York!" And like they all, they all <laughs> run finally, and like they're just like on a bunch of seesaws, and it takes oh, forever. And but like, isn't it just fun? 
No. No. It's <laughs> slow. You can tell how like badly rehearsed these fight moves are. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's really bad. It's embarrassingly bad. That's the thing is... Uh, I could fight better than this. <laughs> Dude, they fell in love during this fight choreography, though. But, th- I mean, this fight, it is embarrassing. It's so stupid. It goes nowhere. He's incredibly stiff this entire movie. Yes. Like ben Affleck, I-, I don't know why. Like, maybe it's just the posture of the red suit. Like, really just... He just doesn't really, like, move his neck at all. Yeah. Or, like... <laughs> I think he thinks that's tough. Yeah. That's why... I think that's why he's, like, demanding that Batman be only in a suit of armor. Mm-hmm. So Was that, that a demand be... of his? I'm, I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Because, like, oh, my God. That preview with Batman getting into, like, a, a Gundam suit... No, thank you. Well, it's like a Gundam so he can fight Superman, right? Right. And then I guess go to outer space and fart around or whatever else he does. Man, I just. It's gotten to a point where that movie's just like an odd curiosity. I mean, I want to see it, but I feel like it can't be good, right? No, it's it's at the point where I'm like, I I should buy a ticket for one thing and then go see it because I don't want (laughs) to give it money, but like I want (laughs) to see it. Uh huh. But, uh, I mean, if he's playing Batman, as stiff as he's playing this daredevil, we're in trouble, folks. <laughs> well, the funny, I mean, the thing is... We're I mean, ready. we won't be affected all that much. Batman but, uh, versus Superman, whoever wins, we lose? Yeah. I think so. <laughs> well, the internet's certainly going to hear about it. <laughs> but the funny thing is, like... Mom, get over here. He's... He, he famously was like, oh, I can't believe I made that terrible daredevil movie. I'll never do another superhero movie. And then, like, just when... <laughs> It's it's like a gambling addict. Like just when he gets your good graces back, like yep. he makes that Argo movie. He's pretty okay in Gone Girl. The town I think is, he's very good in Gone Girl. The town is a is a really good movie. Yes. like all those things are just like oh, yeah. It's the it's Affleck Yes, God damn it. Well, you know it's really hard to say these words we're making up. Yes, that's true. <laughs> Because he's just, and it's just like, oh, yeah. And, like, Hollywood's ready to give him the key to Hollywood again. They're like, whatever movie you want to make, Ben Affleck, well, set it in Boston for you. He's on track to be the next George Clooney, another man who survived a superhero debacle Mm -hmm. and was coming out on top. But no. Clooney never never looked back, man. No, but he's You got to Orpheus that shit. Just keep your eyes forward. (laughs) Do not be like, but I could be Batman. Like, no, you shouldn't. (laughs) <laughs> and of course, Zack Snyder's gonna be there, so it's gonna smell like farts. It's just not gonna be good. <laughs> Whoa! Now Wonder Woman's here. Is she with you? I thought she was with you. While oh, holding, she's not with me. <laughs> while holding a gun, says Batman. He's sure. got some fucking rifle or something. In and that then scene. Doomsday shows up, and who could care? Now, what's his deal? He's some alien or something? Yeah. And he's made out of General Zod's corpse. Oh, is that? The, I, that, mean, I that's think that's probably, what they're applying. That's right? sure. I saw a new. I don't know if it was new, but, but I saw the, a trailer the, with it that had. That had his Shannon Michael Shannon's corpse in it. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, they were unzipping his body bag or something. Oh man! Oh man! <laughs> yeah, get ready for that, everyone. Well, the, oh, that's man. the trailer that shows you the entire film. That trailer yeah. has a three act structure and credits. And the best actor in it is laying dead on a board. <laughs> uh oh! You know what he's doing a lot in this movie? And it's fucking gross. Is smelling her? Yeah, he's oh, yeah. constantly oh, yeah. getting an up close and personal whiff of this chick, and it's weird. So we're talking about the rain thing. So like, they go on a date, and he's talking to her, and blah blah blah. Right. And it's about to rain. And he's like, "Oh no, no, wait, wait, wait! It's gonna rain, and I'll finally be." Able- and this is like 
kind of your Spider-Man upside down kiss, I guess. That's what they hoped it would be. Yeah. For sure. Because it's oh like, oh, it's about to rain and I'll finally be able to see you. And yep. then like, I think the Evanescence song is starting in the back. Man, Evanescence has two songs in this movie. Oh, yeah. Yikes. They're big one and then they're not so big one. <laughs> you mean all of them? Well, the big one, uh, the one that mm-hmm. I was aware of. Wake that- me up. Wake me up inside. <laughs> Take me down. Here- I don't know. Here comes the rap part, everybody. <laughs> All the things that you put in front of me, on the front of me. Where uh, and she's dancing around. I've been waiting a thousand years, it seems. Wake me up inside. <laughs> I'm a vampire. Don't start it now. <laughs> well, she's stabbing all these sandbags yes. during that training montage. Because she's really sad. Uh, yeah, the other one, though, is I think during this makeout. Sesh. Oh, no, that's during her, her dad's funeral. Oh yeah, well, you're right. Well, wait. See, here's the problem. The... There's uh, there's a ton of new metal on this soundtrack. Yeah. Now, is this scene you were talking about when they were on the rooftop? It's raining, and yes. you can finally see her for yes. the first time. And for I guess it's really fucking coming down because you could see like the color of her eyes practically. <laughs> you see, like the pupil of her eyes. Yeah. What the fuck is happening? There is something not natural going on in the environment right now, dude. It's j- one possibly acid rain, but also it's oh, yeah. her her fake bogus green contact lenses. They're so bright and uncomfortable. <laughs> a even blind a blind man guy can see, see them. Yeah. <laughs> Staring through the night, man. These fucking kryptonite contact lenses. Even I could see it. I got blinded by gr- juggling grenades. <laughs> Hooah! Wow, your eyes are a lot greener than the green of those grenades I was juggling! <laughs> if my eyes were Ho Chi Minh, that war would have been over. I'll tell you that, Scotty, or whatever your name is. Now, fuck that woman! <laughs> And let's end this movie. And now I'm coming after you, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Right after I go dancing. <laughs> Does he like berate Philip Seymour Hoffman in that movie? There's like a trial yeah, at yeah, the end of like the movie. Yeah, like a trial. He's on trial for academics. And that kid's no good, I'll tell you that. Yeah, oh yeah, he talks shit to Philip oh, Seymour Hoffman. it wasn't Chris O'Donnell. It was the fat kid. <laughs> uh, Bullseye comes into town. On the request of the Kingpin, because Mr. Weez and the Juice has decided that he's out the game. Yes. And he brings... I don't know why he needs Kingpin, or a, a, Bullseye. a Bullseye, to do this, but he recruits Bullseye all the way from Ireland to come kill this old man. The plane ticket alone is just way too much money. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, <laughs> Well, money's no object to well, the Kingpin. That's true. And he basically... There's a big dumb fight, and like... Uh, he throws Daredevil's blunt stick, his billy club, yes. at this dude, and it impales him like he's a vampire. And I'm like, how did that happen? Because <laughs> uh, bulls, what? Because this, this bullseye character doesn't make any sense. Doesn't, no, like, like you throw <laughs> anything, and it'll be right on target. But it'll like do supernatural properties. Well, yeah, exactly. If it was, he needs to throw a sword at him or something sharp. I like mean, a listen, throwing knife. Yes. Is it that hard? Where are all those ninja stars that he's chucking mm-hmm. at people all mm-hmm. through this movie? Get one of those in there. Yeah, you know, TV show had the wherewithal to have a ninja fight. That's could, what you want. Could use a ninja fight in this. I think that show's got like five ninja fights in it. I like a ninja fight. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? When I was over there in Asia, I don't know if it was a ninja fight, but... It was something. I'll tell you that, Scotty, or whatever your name is. 
Chris O'Donnell, sir. Ooh-ha. Um, yeah. So he comes to town. He murders Mister Weezing the Jews. Yeah, and it's kind of on Daredevil, but the only person who notices is Electra. Yeah, this needs to be a thing where it's like. The daredevil of Hell's Kitchen murders billionaire Weezin the Juice guy. <laughs> yeah, this should be like publicized. It should have. It should raise the stakes a because bit that's about the thing. Rede- redemption, exactly. Because at the end of the movie, it's like sources say that the daredevil was the one that turned in the kingpin. But it's like, well, who gives a shit? Because the city needs to turn on Daredevil yeah. in the second <laughs> act of the film. Nobody notices. You would be cutting into Coolio's screen time. That's what, that, that, just to be fair, it's but, amazing because whenever they cut back to Coolio's like storyline, which never leaves a courthouse, nope, the movie isn't happening. No, it, it's, it's clearly like an alternate month or something. It's like last summer on Daredevil. <laughs> well, it's great because like everyone's like, oh man, the director's the director's cut. Far superior. It's 40 minutes longer and Coolio's in it. And it's like, well, <laughs> actually, like, that's so superfluous to the actual movie. Right. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's just a separate thing wherein, I mean, Coolio is on trial for murder. It seems Wesley actually murdered the lady, which we find out in the last, right. last reel. It's um, like a prostitute who was shot to death. Which it's kind of funny. This is a bullshit thing that they only do once in the movie and never address it again. Is like it's right when he's sitting down to take a bath slash go to sleep for the night, and he is like hearing this woman screaming. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's this bullshit thing where he like, it's not like a hallucination, but like we see a woman on his bedroom floor. It's clearly the woman that's yeah, screaming from ghost, far away, right? never happens again in this movie he doesn't have these apparitions in his apartment but like if you want to play that up like play up the torture of this character yeah sure these people are haunting them all the fucking time you would think hey you would think well <laughs> now that uh that that older man's been impaled by a walking stick <laughs> we are treated with a little night nurse of our own kevin smith oh boy because uh joey pants like is like I want you to show me whatever's weird. <laughs> well, Joey Pants is desperately trying to be in this movie. Like, no, no, no. Hey, movie, 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 movie. Have no, we no, talk- hey, wait for me. Have we talked about his hat? <laughs> oh, his Kangol hat? Yeah, that's something. He brought yeah. that from home. How has there not been I a movie? I won this from Sam Jackson at a COD game. Exactly. There needs to be a movie, a twins-esque scenario, <laughs> where the two of them are just wearing Kangol hats and baggy like, track suits. <laughs> Is I'd it, watch it. Is it in Joey Pants' contract that he has to mention Hoboken in everything he's in? Because <laughs> oh, he's yeah. like, I've got an uncle in Hoboken. No. Do you know I'm from Hoboken? Hey, uh, Hoboken. I'll have a cheeseburger with a side of Hoboken. <laughs> I mean, if Neo is truly the one, I don't have an uncle in Hoboken. <laughs> so he can't die, right, Cypher? Oh, wait, I, am I Cypher? <laughs> Whatever. Hey, Ox. Isn't that another one? Tank and Dozer. Or Tank and Dozer. Switch. 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 Switch is my favorite in The Matrix because she's the one that goes, not like this. (laughs) Not like this. Are you telling me Stanley Jenkins, before he visited Hoboken, (laughs) killed his wife who had diabetes? That doesn't sound like Stanley Jenkins for me. By the way, Hoboken. I think it's Sammy Jenkins. Sammy Jenkins. Yeah. Yeah. Portrayed by our good friend Stephen Tobolowsky. Yes. <laughs> Kevin Smith is doing his I can be in movies thing, which is fine. Like, 
that's one way to put what this is. Well, because it's the same character in Die Hard, right? Where it's like one scene. Yeah, I'm gonna come in and He's say the, the word. Expert. I'm gonna say the word cool a bunch of times and yeah. then walk away. Yeah, I mean, and then Harry Knowles will be at your screening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with bells on. This is also Kevin Smith before he got his like modern haircut. Yeah, so he's still rocking a like his nineties like. Part down the middle, like kind of longish hair in this yeah. movie, dude. I mean, it's the early two thousands. Honestly, I think the two thousands are. Pro- it's pro- it's the worst decade. It's like everything that's bad about the nineties heightened. It's you're not wrong. I mean, look at that movie we did years ago, Boys and Girls. Like that's like that yeah. is a disgusting time capsule of the two thousands. Um, uh, what do you call it? There, the butterfly effect. Another two thousands nightmare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're not wrong. There's a lot of them. Kevin yeah. Smith's just wrapped up in this, but the problem is, like, I mean, this is like post Jay and Silent Bob Strike yeah. Back, I think. Yeah, like, yeah. Come on with this. Get with that this haircut. Look. Is am I remembering wrong? Is he wearing some kind of hip T-shirt or like a nerdy something? T-shirt? I mean, he's wearing a, he a, a lab, lab smock. Well, he's got he's got the <laughs> smock on. What with doing the autopsy, but it's like I thought he was wearing a T-shirt underneath his open smock. Yeah, it's possible. I don't know. It's not. It's not advertising. It's comic book store. Is it that Daredevil T-shirt? <laughs> it's not the Daredevil T-shirt I'm currently wearing. <laughs> I thought I was getting incepted for a second. Well, so Kevin Smith says, like, "Hey, I f- you told me to like call you if I found anything weird or anything cool," mm-hmm. and he has he pulls out the you know the nightstick from Mister Weez and the Juice's heart. And he, like, opens it up. Like, he discovered how to open it, and it's a blind guy's walking stick. So, you know, Joey Pants puts it together like, Hey, it's that blind lawyer I met that once. <laughs> I saw him at the Hell's Kitchen courthouse. When I was drinking Heineken. Man, Heineken all over this movie, huh? Oh, right yeah. front and center sharp focus in these frames. Drink that fucking piss swill beer. <laughs> I like um, Heineken fine. Yikes. Um, if they're going to sponsor the show, I love them. They're not sponsoring well, the you show, never so know. It's, it's toilet you, water. You ne- Until they sponsor never, the show, it's toilet know. water. Speaking of toilet water... Uh, we but- already talked about Kevin Smith's performance. <laughs> Ooh. Ah. Ooh. Ah, deep Ooh. cut. Yeah, that's burning. Um, <laughs> yes. They they spend like two minutes just talking about Fight Club in this movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. You <laughs> want to talk about early 2000s? That, yeah. It's just like... And, and Foggy Nelson hasn't seen it yet. What a jerk. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. It's been fucking four years, Foggy. Is this the director's cut? Because I'm getting like a minute of some guy explaining that he hasn't watched Fight Club. No, I do believe that's that made the, the theatrical. Oh, I bet, because that's a nice little pop culture reference. Mm-hmm. Totally. That's, that's probably why uh, Kevin Smith signed on. Do you think this is culture reference? No, he likes Daredevil. He wrote some Daredevil actually back in the day. He wrote some good Daredevil. Daredevil, Daredevil, though. I've read his Daredevil, and it's good. Yeah. I agree. This cameo is useless. Sure. What's a cop doing in my command center? Mm. (laughs) Oh, that's the Die Hard 4 cameo. Sorry. Yeah. Shit. Ma, get over here. (laughs) Ma. Those We Hate Movies assholes are ragging on my stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I liked Daredevil Die Hard 4. Hey, speaking of uh, David Fincher movies, uh, the dude playing Wesley is Leland Orser from Seven. Oh, yeah. He drove me the fucker. (laughs) Oh, so I did. That's that's what I want Hell's Kitchen to be is Seven. (laughs) Yes. 
It yes. might as well be, right? It should be. Well, th- th- uh, Mark Steven Johnson's directing style is very Fincher-inspired, which is, is a nice way to put it. Well, it's like, Fincher the, wannabe. Yeah. You got a lot of those tracking shots that are CGI, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you get a lot of that stuff. There's a lot of green going on in I, this. I heard that he's willing to do a sequel. Mark Stephen Johnson. He's, he's willing to he's do it. He's available, huh? He's available. <laughs> Didn't we do another Mark Stephen Johnson movie? Uh, we must. Have. I can't remember. I remember his name coming up and saying something like, you know, how do we sound like, Daredevil, you have to stay tuned. Bob, <laughs> <laughs> get over here. Just stay tuned. <laughs> Wait, oh, what? It's <laughs> great as no one's listening anymore. <laughs> so let's just do one just for us, guys. <laughs> So he, uh, I mean, whatever, the end of this movie, which we could sort of, the, the last act yeah. is they do, um, uh, Alexa. <laughs> Sorry, this right off the internet ticker, his other directing credit that we have done previous episode is Jack Frost. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's the guy I want doing my Daredevil movie. Hire this man. <laughs> yeah, no, right. He also directed, oh, wait, uh, I guess he, what was he, a writer? Yeah, he was also a writer. I guess he um, he wrote the story for Jack Frost, excuse me, but his directing <laughs> credits are Simon Birch, which uh-huh. is, you know, fine. That's a tearjerker. Daredevil, Ghost Rider. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And then some recent stuff no one's ever heard of, such as When in Rome and Killing Season. Oh, When in Rome's that Kristen Bell movie. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yup. So Hey uh, Dak Shepard's in it. There you her go. Husband. <laughs> oh right. God, that's disgusting. those commercials suck. What? Where there's like a happy couple and just trying to make it in this world as billionaires. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, but it sounds about right. I've seen that commercial and there's it's a just bunch like, of them. I know. It's like they're like uh like being all cute around um all their beautiful appliances, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> talking about how great the appliances are. Mm-hmm. They are probably pretty great, though, I if they own them. I think the company is Capitalism Wow, but I'm not sure. <laughs> I think it is, yeah. I think it is. Dollar Sign Industries. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so uh, Electra thinks that Daredevil killed her dad oh, right, for right, some right. reason. So they fight on a rooftop. And, like, I don't know, like, she's not fucking him in this movie, but she has made out with him, like, this mask, again, uh, like, when you get close enough to it, you're yeah. like, oh, that's Ben Affleck. Like, like, oh, man, I had my mouth on that mouth. <laughs> exactly. But <laughs> she fights him. She stabs him with her sigh and removes the mask. And oops, wouldn't you know it's Ben Affleck. He's like, that's what I've been trying to tell you. And then you stabbed me through the shoulder. And then, but, you know, unfortunately, this little loving moment is broken up by our good friend Bullseye who comes back in. Bullseye, who looks like the edge this entire movie. Oh, he so does. He looks like... <laughs> the edge, <laughs> the edge, the annoying U2 guitarist, not the professional wrestler. Yes. Right, he looks like the, uh, yeah, like, like the edge that walked off a stage recently. <laughs> if you ever saw that video. Clip. Oh, yeah, him, pu- him pulling what we call in the business a Kelsey grammar. <laughs> Hilarious. Posing as a UN ambassador. <laughs> 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 Oh, owie, 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 owie. Roz! I think there was an, oh, dear Lord, in there. <laughs> but I don't know what to do with it. Oh! <laughs> Tossed salad and scrambled eggs! <laughs> yeah, look up the uh, video of uh, Kelsey Grammer falling off the stage. You'll, do, you'll laugh too much. Um, <laughs> toss salad! <laughs> I toss grenades! <laughs> 
So uh, Daredevil's down for the count because he got he got a little bruise on his arm. So Elektra fights him, and again, Elektra is like is should be an assassin, but in this movie, she's just kind of like somebody that does kickboxing at the gym, I guess, with size. Yeah, totally. She's taking a couple like rock and boxing classes, <laughs> kind of a thing. So, like, some Tybo bullshit. <laughs> And she gets murdered by Bullseye. Uh, yeah, it's her own sigh used against her. That's from the comics. It's, it's a Frank Miller comic, if you want to know. Oh, he's in this, too. Oh, yeah, he had a little, got a little Frank Miller. Got just his little head falling down. It's, well, it's the way you want to see Frank Miller on screen. Murdered yeah. and quiet. <laughs> nice uh, and quiet. When we were, like, uh, we were all watching this separately, and we were texting, like, like, oh, where was Frank Miller? And I found it, and it was like... He like Bullseye steals his motorcycle or whatever. Sure, yeah. But what I didn't tell you guys is when I was Googling for to see the like see an image right, of right. where it is in the movie where yeah. Frank Miller is, and I found it and it was part of like this like photo bucket album or whatever. Uh-huh. The rest of it was hardcore pornography. Cl- close, but I, I scrolled through the rest of this album <laughs> and each one was a different scene from a movie where someone was either gouged in the head or something's like penetrating their eyes. Oh man, someone was mouth, jerking off to that. Which is yeah, That's creepy. That's Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was fucked up because like you had, you had said like, oh, he's credited as man with pen and head or whatever right, it was. Yeah, yeah. So when it happens, like he just drops dead into the frame. I thought it was Joe Latrulio. <laughs> He looked like comedic right. actor Joe Latrulio. You're right. He did look like that. Let's well, do Frank Miller on Brooklyn Nine Nine. <laughs> oh yeah, they'd they'd have a case against him. <laughs> so yeah, so she's murdered, and then like Daredevil is trying to get up or whatever. Then the cops come. That's when we we get the framing device. He's back in church, and there's this Irish priest, so on and so forth, because um, he has to be an Irish priest. Bullseye fights him in this uh, 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 church. And they fight on top of the world's largest organ. I think this organ was growing as the fight scene went on. <laughs> like this, the pipes on this thing are getting bigger and bigger. I don't know where the, I mean, this is more of like the burtening yeah, well, yeah. No, of but this like, movie. Is that from the comics? Is there a living organ as a character? In one <laughs> yes. Of and not like a biological organ, the, the piano. No, 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 yeah, the, the piano man. Uh, yeah, this, that's Billy that... Joel. There was a custom comic with Billy Joel to give out <laughs> at his uh, at his concert. It's the piano man. If I saw that in a comic, I'd say, man, what are you doing here? (laughs) (laughs) Bravo. (laughs) But yeah, this thing's enormous. And this is when, like, Bullseye accidentally, like, kicks the organ. And then, like, uh, Daredevil's like, ow, my ears. Ow, my freaking ears. (laughs) Yes, exactly. But then he's saved by the Phantom of the Opera. (laughs) Oh, I'm here to save you, Daredevil. (laughs) Or if you know, if I'm about to fight in a church, I'm put. I got earplugs in my little daredevil belt. I'm putting them on. <laughs> do you think earplugs would do anything for daredevil? Maybe, or maybe they would just make him completely actually blind. Probably. Or oh shit, that just, turns it right off. Yeah. Or would it make him normal, like normal hearing? Yeah, is you're halfway there. Then? That's that's true. <laughs> I don't know. Well, it wouldn't make him act like an asshole, which is grab your ears in the middle of a fight, <laughs> letting someone know your one and only weakness. Did he grab his real ears or his little pointy ears on his hat? <laughs> My little pointy ears. To be fair, it is a hat in this movie because it's not actually connected to anything else. So it's just a little, it's a Daredevil hat. Dude, also, (laughs) speaking of like this movie wanting to be Batman, there's definitely a shot where he's going after some hoodlam for some reason or another. This dude, oh, it's when he goes, uh, he leaves that rain date. Yeah, yeah. And he, like, because he hears trouble afoot and he runs to the sound. And this mugger is like fucking with somebody. 
And the way they do it, it's like a shot looking down at this alleyway, and Daredevil totally stands up in total shadow, yeah. and he's got the ears, and I'm like, dude, you are just cribbing Batman. You can't do it. You can't do it. You just can't do it. Important about you that also scene. can't fight in a fucking church at the end of your movie, <laughs> god damn it, Daredevil. Yeah, there you go. Well, I mean, like, Daredevil is more of a Catholic superhero. That's one of his things. That's one of his big deals. Oh, really? Yeah, he is. Okay. Oh, dude, the, the Catholicism of this movie is off the chain, though, because the end of this fight scene oh, is man. goddamn Colin Farrell gets shot by a sniper through the hands, and he totally does the stigmata, like holding his hands up, like, yeah. how are my freaking hands? They got me hands! And he's yeah. just, like, yelling for Marcy from the, from the devil of Hell's Kitchen. And then who kicks down the door but the boondock saints? <laughs> I actually think Colin Farrell, this bullseye would fit so in with the Saints. Oh, oh yes. he'd this make is, out with those Saints left and right. This is from the Saintiverse. <laughs> I think they prefer to call it the Duffyverse. <laughs> Just in case he makes any other movies that have nothing to do with those annoying characters. Impossible! <laughs> yeah, Blockbuster went out of business. Because I mean, they would Blockbuster finance. The sequel, right? Boondocks 2? Oh, did they really? It was oh, partially, th- I think. Were they trying to do like a Netflix yeah. Originals thing? Yikes. Like a fucking rental Originals. Oh, yikes. But um, <laughs> would it be worse or better if... Because uh, even at one point, uh, Bullseye's like, I want a fucking costume. Or oh, yeah. in uh, the movies, like, I want a bloody costume. If he's just in a costume, it would look so much better. Well, why? Do, here's my thing. I mean, I think you're right. Yes. But the question is, why doesn't Wilson Fisk fucking shell out for that costume? <laughs> how long, how much would that cost? He's like, I, I don't give a shit about anything. I just want you to give me a fucking costume. Yeah. And Michael D- Clark Duncan, like, laughs at him, I guess, because he doesn't get that costume. Bullseye in the comics has a costume. Or maybe they're making it. Oh, he oh he left. But Bullseye, it's, oh, he left. <laughs> it's ready. Oh, shit. Maybe there's that Taylor character from the TV mm, show. Yeah. Yeah. Making Wilson Fisk's knife-proof suits or whatever is going on there. That's what I'm going to need after this episode. <laughs> Ma, get over here! <laughs> Stab that man! Sadak's getting it! But, I mean, so, like, Bullseye gets, like, paralyzed or something. He goes finally to fight Wilson Fisk. And this is the- Oh, wait, by the way, sorry to interrupt you, but Daredevil throws... Bullseye through a fucking window. Uh, pa- uh, Joey oh, Pants' window because he's like, oh, I'm in this movie. No, no, no. I just he, came back from Hoboken. He throws him <laughs> through the church's stained glass window onto Joey Pants' windshield. <laughs> hey, I just got here from Hoboken. What did I miss? Oh, crap. Yeah, story just fell right in my lap. <laughs> right in my little, little lap. <laughs> He does kind of look like a ventriloquist dummy in this movie. That hat is doing him <laughs> no favors. Yes. Like, just be a bald guy, man. Just be a bald guy. Well, you can't have three fucking bald guys in this movie. You won't be able to tell people apart. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> just, just jo- Joey Pants being mistaken for Colin Farrell <laughs> or Michael Clark Duncan. <laughs> would, would be the funniest thing in the world to me. So we got we got to have the big face off with Kingpin now. Which is, I mean, again, like this is Michael Clark Duncan's third scene in the movie, and yeah. like, and every scene he has, he's like, Wesley, do this, okay, bye, movie, and it's like, well, <laughs> let's stick with him for a minute. Even so, I mean, there's to prove your point exactly. There is a scene in this movie where they go to like a big, uh, like fancy schmancy party and whatnot, a gala, and and fucking. 
Favreau's trying to talk to Wilson Fisk. Yes. And instead, he winds up talking to Wesley at the bar in one of the u- most useless cutaways of this entire movie. Yes. Where Leland Orser's like, why don't you just go and fuck yourself, okay, lawyer? Buh, 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 buh. Michael Clark Duncan just takes a backseat to Leland Orser, of all people, for most of this movie. <sighs> that never happened before or since. And Michael Clark Duncan takes off his jacket. He is jacked in this movie. Oh, man, is he ever? This is some it's intimidating a ter- shit. Dude, dude, you don't... You don't want to fuck with Michael Clark Duncan ever. I mean, now he's gone, but like... You never wanted to when he was being a beautiful person on this earth. But like, he is enormous in this movie. And it's amazing because you always want to give a little chuckle to someone with suspenders. Yeah. Not this guy. (laughs) Nope. Oh, man. You look at those suspenders, you're like, those are some ass-kicking suspenders right there. And I think What's-His-Face to do the show thing... um, D'Onofrio does a really great job. D'Onofrio is excellent on the show. He's got a lot more to do, but like... He's not as, like, the fight scenes are never entirely believable with him. Well, it's kind of like when, like, on Law and Order, Criminal Intent, like, whenever his character had to go, like, take someone down yes. in an arrest mode, mm-hmm. you're like, yeah, okay. Like, I <laughs> yeah. get it. Like, he's the cop, and that's the bad guy, so that's how the scene is supposed to go, but I don't know. (laughs) He's way more believable sitting on a toilet and then shooting an unarmed man with a rifle. (laughs) And then blowing his brains out. Yeah. (laughs) But Duncan, like this fight, I mean this fight, which is terrible. um, I don't think it's terrible. It doesn't last long enough is the problem, but like... There's some good fighting going on. I just don't you, you need believe the... you could beat the shit out of Ben Affleck, that's for sure. Well, absolutely. But like I just I, what I don't like about this fight is that it ends with like a Nickelodeon Studios gag because he like <laughs> he gets sacked. Sl- yeah, a bunch of slime falls on him. <laughs> no, like he slides under his legs cuz like the sprinkler system's going off so like so thank God it's raining so he can see during this fight. But like <laughs> why does Daredevil move to Seattle by the way? <laughs> Speaking of Fraser Crane. Well, that's what you want if yeah. it's if it's like your uh, your David Fincher movie, right? If it's seven, it's just raining constantly in Hell's Kitchen. Like, yeah, now we're talking. Yeah. <laughs> I can see every. Like, the future's so bright, I got to wear shades. Seattle's <laughs> got uh, real superheroes, right? Uh, Phoenix of- Jones. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Isn't that dude like? Didn't he get arrested or something? I don't know. Yeah, I I would like to see him thrown through a stained glass window <laughs> under a car. <laughs> But I mean, he he comically slides under his legs like some yeah. Pete and Pete action scene or I, something. I think uh, Judd Nelson does that uh, in the Breakfast Club. <laughs> it's the same kind of slide. <laughs> but then Ben Affleck kicks his knees back in the other direction, and it's fucking horrifying. Yeah, ooh, that just makes you flinch. And basically, finds out is also like for some reason, like just uh, he removes the mask, and he's like. Oh, it's Matt Murdock, who I met once in this movie. Oh, also, <laughs> I killed your dad because I remember when I kill boxers. Like, no, <laughs> no way would he remember no. he killed Matt Murdock's fucking dad. Dude, he just rando kills those two bodyguards for the fun of it at the yes. beginning of this movie. He's not remembering some loser boxer <laughs> 35 years ago that he murdered. Also, you know what? When the mafia tells you to take a dive, don't do anybody any favors and take a fucking dive. Yeah, you know what? I don't care how hard your little pipsqueak kids cheering for you in the audience. Take that dive. Exactly. Now, when the mafia says take a dive, you take a dive. And people don't know this is a New York City show, and the mafia told us to take a dive on this episode. <laughs> I don't want to spill the beans too much about what, how, how the sausage is made. But... Well, no, 
yeah, with the mob, with the here's the, here's my philosophy. Maybe I'm wrong. When the, what the mafia says goes, and you know what, <laughs> yeah. mafia tells me to take a dime, I'm taking a dime. Yeah, I Ma- mean, yeah. Why? Why? Who am I to say no to the mafia? No, uh, especially if you're a 42 year old washed up boxer. <laughs> exactly. Get the money any way you can. The show does it a little better where he like he kind of does a uh, Bruce Willis in Pulp Fiction where he bets on himself knowing he's gonna die. Yeah, and like so he sets up Matt for life or whatever, which is fine. There's you know yeah. story there, like yeah, sure. ac- actions having consequences and, and whatnot. Sure, uh, you know action reaction chronology, all that great stuff. So did Coolio do it or what? Oh <laughs> no, Coolio gets off. He gets off and he starts hugging everyone. It's it's a touching moment. It's a scene that just we cut to. Last summer on Daredevil. On, it's last <laughs> it's season such, on Daredevil. It's we cleared such an Coolio. extraneous scene. And also, like, it just it doesn't even look the same. It's brighter. Yep. You know, that's the problem with this movie. Like, the fucking playground scene is like this. Some other scenes, there's way too much brightness. There's way too much sunlight in this Daredevil movie. Well, they, right. they filmed it in L.A., which, you know, that's, what's, that's what you're you going to get. You're going to get a lot of sunlight. Right, you get season six onward of the X-Files syndrome. And, you know, New York City, you got all these big buildings blocking blocking some light. You yeah. know, in Los Angeles, for instance, nothing's over three feet tall. <laughs> all the buildings are tiny. Little... That's why I moved out here. <laughs> I'm, I'm like king. I'm like Gulliver out here. <laughs> I got my dollhouse and everything's fine. <laughs> now they're trying to tie me to the beach. <laughs> Man, Gulliver's travel starring Joe Pantoliano is an idea that's probably more successful than Jack Black. Is well, all I'm saying. let's. But you can let's reverse it, and he goes to a land of nothing but big people. Oh man, that's some Twilight Zone shit. Yeah, for you. and all these big people are tying him down. <laughs> Did anyone see that Jack Black movie? No, <laughs> that's no, that's totally fine. The end of this movie has about four end of the movie scenes. Yeah. Like, I don't know if just, that's the director's cut or what. But, well, but it is nice to see that, uh, you know, after Frodo and Sam split, Sam <laughs> gets a nice, stable home life. Yeah. Sure. Because he got, was heterosexual all along. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> we got to see Kingpin in jail. Mom, they're implying that Samwise Gamgee was gay. <laughs> Get over here! <laughs> uh, we see they're like right down the hall in like a jail medical room is Bullseye, who's in a hilarious body cast. Yeah. Come on, this was it's fit for a Looney Tune. <laughs> this is so fucking dumb. And, and he, he bullseyes a fly with a syringe. And uh-huh. it's kind of a bullshit like end of Psycho reference where it's like uh, the flies on uh, his yeah. hand. And he's like. I won't even harm a fly. Look, I'll just let it sit there. They'll never suspect me. Like, that whole thing. Like, they're doing it, and he's like... Because through this whole movie, he's, like, grunting and farting and burping the whole time. And he's just looking at this fly. And then, yeah, he picks up a hypodermic needle and bullseyes this fly. Wow, that's great. Is he good? So he's going to be... Sequel setup. Exactly. He's going to be in Daredevil 2. Yep. And Joey Pants is writing... He's writing the story of Matt Murdock as Daredevil. Sorry, Daredevil, I got a job to do. <laughs> but then he gets he gets a second heart. And yeah, then... I'll delete that. <laughs> you know what? I'll delete that. But you know, it's if Daredevil's it's... actually from Hoboken, is what I meant to say. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's my cousin. 
<laughs> he doesn't. I'm going to get some more fucking phone books over here. I'm trying to type. I got to sit out on something. He does a bullshit thing where he just holds down the delete key and he's like taking forever to delete a paragraph. And I'm yeah. like, just end this movie. Um, uh, movie mistake there. The font changes. Like when he's writing, it's like a nice book antiqua. But then when like you see it reflected in, in his glasses, oh, shit. it's an aerial. Oh, man. What a bungle. I know, Whoa. man. You want that book antiqua at all times. Mm, that's a publisher's eye you got. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Uh, and then so he goes outside to like have a cigarette and there's Daredevil. He's like, go get him, Matt. <laughs> Why the fuck does this asshole have the last line of the movie? I think Ben Affleck in narration is like, I'm Daredevil or whatever. I'm a yeah. guardian devil. Yeah, or whatever horse hockey. I will protect Clinton as much as possible. You better not get above 51st Street, though. Let's just say a couple blocks of 9th <laughs> Avenue is mine. <laughs> The rest you better call Spider-Man or them four weirdos downtown. You want to rape and murder people? You do that either in Chelsea or Harlem. <laughs> yeah, that's free game. I mean, the X-Men are in Westchester, so that's fine. Yeah, they're not taking the train in for this. <laughs> so if you want to do some crimes, I don't know, maybe avoid Westchester, Hell's Kitchen, um, part of Queens where Spider-Men live. <laughs> I don't think anyone's protecting the east side, not for nothing. <laughs> That's it's low it's escape from New York all over the east side. <laughs> Is it the gargoyles, maybe? No, I think so, maybe. Don't worry, we have it covered over here on the east side. It's where all the old money is. <laughs> They built us gargoyles. It's true. What was the deal with them? Were they statues that came to life, or are they aliens pretending to be statues? They're statues that came to life. I see. Good for them. And where were, where were they parked? <laughs> I don't remember. St. <laughs> Patrick's Chrysler Building. Where? I think wherever they wanted, man. Yeah, they didn't have to like return to a certain point by like midnight or something. They, they well by like sunup, right? When the when the first person comes to work. <laughs> Actually, the last <laughs> spoken word of this movie isn't "Go get it, Matt." Aside from the uh, what do you call it, the the, the voiceover, is yeah. Ben Affleck goes up to the rooftop where he kissed Electra, and he finds her necklace. Oh, and he right. grabs it, and it's the worst delivery he gives in this movie, which is saying something. He goes. <gasps> Braille, and it's like, oh, who are you talking to? Yeah, it's Braille, Matt. That's what <laughs> blind people used to read, you fucking idiot. I can see it from down here, you <laughs> stupid fuck, to think I almost outed you. So he reprises his role, apparently, in Electra. Electra yeah. Is this a, wait, is that a prequel? Because that, she's no, dead it's, meat, right? It's a sequel. She's brought back to life by the, what's by the By the group? hand, I think, and Terrence Stamp is in it, a stick. Oof. Yikes, I never saw it. I, I saw it in theaters. I don't remember anything about it other than there's definitely people turning into animals and back and forth in that movie. That's oh, one of it's your, like Twilight. One of your classic, <laughs> hey, let's make an anime as a live action movie and nobody likes it. Oh, is Electra an anime? No, but like the, the, the tropes they were using, like people turning into animals and like all... Yeah, there's a, there's, there's a lot of, you'd call it Asian mysticism in that movie exactly, also. Yeah. And it's just... That movie's a big fucking thud, too. It's If you can believe it, it's way worse than this movie. It's Joey Pants in it. <laughs> I'm right about you now, Electra. <laughs> uh, all right, so that's the end of the movie. Is anyone recommending Daredevil, theatrical or otherwise? I mean, I would, I would, if you have to watch it again, like, you're like, oh, was that good? 
Go for the theatrical cut. Oh, my God. Save yourself the 30 Coolio-less minutes. And I mean, like, yeah, there's more violence than the wood director's cut. Sure. It's not like people are getting their heads cut off. It's, it's not worth it. not good violence. I would say never see this movie. If, yep. if possible, get, build a time machine and stop yourself from seeing it the first <laughs> time. I just... I. I didn't like it when it came out, and I watched it again now. Did you I, see it in the theaters? No, I saw it. I think I saw it on home video. Oh yeah, it's way worse than I remembered. Like I was just like, oh, whatever, that's forgettable. But this is like it is damnable. It's, it's, it's unforgettable. Way, it's way worse than I remembered. Yeah, I, yeah. I won't forget how bad this movie is now. And here's the thing, because we've been saying it this whole time. Just go watch the show. Yes. The show is awesome. The show's great. It's going to have the Punisher next season. John Bernthal, I'm super excited about that. That's a good Punisher casting mm-hmm. right there. And I think they have Elektra, too. Oh, she, yeah, yeah. She, she's in there. I don't know who they have cast as her. I haven't heard it. I've, I've been trying to, like, yep. keep ignorant about Ditto, it. Ditto, yeah. I haven't watched any trailers or anything like that. Deadpool comes out on Friday. I, I'm interested because it's R-rated. Like, yes. They've never done a really, like, an R-rated superhero like big name kind of right. movie. I mean, closest we got was Blade. Yeah, and I think it, even that last Blade was PG thirteen. Oh, really? Yeah, well, they softened it. Well, Steve, you're on uh, text duty. Text me when it's if it's good. I, yeah, because <laughs> you know I'm seeing it. You're right. Text me if it's bad. <laughs> I'll text you when I see it. <laughs> That's Daredevil from 2003, directed by Mark Steven Johnson. Check out our website, whmpodcast.com, or follow us over at sideshownetwork.tv. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're at whmpodcast, and right into the mailbag. We all hate movies at gmail.com. Here's a question for you folks out there. Anybody see this as a Valentine's Day date? Oh, man, that's an awkward car ride home. Or did you go with two single friends when you had an ear infection? We want to know about it for our, our Valentine's Day mailbag. Uh, rate and review the show wherever you get it. We would greatly appreciate it. Remember, everybody, if you're listening to it on the day this drops, tomorrow night around 7.30-ish p.m. Eastern on Periscope, we are going to be doing the live lottery for March's Listener Request Month. So you want to follow us on Twitter at WHM Podcast and yep. friend us on Facebook. That's right. Both of those things, you will be able to figure out how to get us on Periscope. Or like us on Facebook, yeah. Um, oh, so, yes, yeah, so next week's episode, what do we got going on, fellas? Uh, it's a Keanu Reeves picture by the name of The Watcher. Oh. It it's... was just kids. No, that's speed. <laughs> oh, excuse me. It was just Spader. It's, it's Keanu Reeves and James Spader in a sort of romantic thriller. And it's oh, also... wait, with each other? Yeah. It... That's awesome, because... I kind of like Schneider, and I oh, kind of yeah. like Keanu, and yeah. I've never seen this movie. Oh, yeah, there's some we want to be making love in this movie. Mm-hmm. Nice, I love it. Uh, so, yeah, next week is The Watcher. A long away, a lot of, uh, you know, speaking of listener requests, this is one we've had requested several times. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. It was due to your request that this film came back on the old WHM radar. So next week is The Watcher with Keanu Reeves in a very sexy early 2000s James Spader. Oh, I just realized, by the way, yeah. man. This is like two early 2000s movies in a row. Yeah. Get your bad haircuts out, everybody. I'm going to bring my, uh, I'll bring a ribbed sweater next week. I'll wear a Daredevil (laughs) shirt for this. I'll bring a ribbed sweater. (laughs) Oh, my God. Until next week with Steve's ribbed sweater, I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Zadak. Eric Siska. Take it easy. (laughs) 